Welcome to Hello from the Other Side, where we validate how our loved ones on the other side are always with us, ready to help when called on. Here's your host, psychic, medium, and best-selling author of There Is No Death, Only Life, Maria Verdeshi. Hi, I'm Maria Verdeshi, and today my guest is Diana Needham. Diana is the founder of Business Book Partners. She provides book marketing, strategy, and self-publishing services to entrepreneurs, speakers, and business leaders. Having mentored nearly 80 authors to secure their best-selling author designation and leverage their books as a strategic business asset, she helps you grow your business with a book start to finish. Welcome, Diana. Oh, Maria, thanks so much for having me today. Thank you so much for being here. I am honored to have you on the podcast today. And I want to let everybody know how much also Diana helped me with the whole process. So like for my book, I had like a nice little team. And Diana is, she's amazing. She will give you that whole roadmap. In fact, she will take your GPS and plug it all in for you so that you never hear rerouting, rerouting. (laughs) Diana's got it all set in there for you. She's going to let you know every step of the way, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and what's needed. So, Diana, I want to talk about the process of getting a book together and how you do it. Well, thanks for asking that. You know, a lot of people are really confused because they think that, you know, writing a book is going to take them years to accomplish. And then the whole publishing side is a mystery, right? How do I actually take this idea, this mission, this big message that I have and turn it into a tangible book that I can actually hold in my hand? that I can use to attract ideal clients, that I can use to leverage to get on podcasts, that I can use to get on bigger stages, that I can give to clients, right? How do I actually create a tangible product that is a business asset, that's a marketing asset? So people are really confused about that. Well, it all begins with really getting clear about why you're writing this book. You know, what is the big why behind it? And that is always a hard answer. It's what's in here. It's not a head answer. There's a difference. So, you know, when I talk to a lot of people, they'll say, well, the reason I'm writing this book is because there's not very much information out about my topic or what's out there is confusing or people can't follow it and yada, yada, yada. Well, that's a head answer. What I really want to know is what's in here. What is it that is driving you to get this message out? And for a lot of people, the answer is tied to something that happened to them or somebody that they cared about. Oh, Diana, spot on, because that was like with mine, there is no death, only life. It was my mother who was terrified of dying and we couldn't even talk about it. And I remember thinking at that time in 2009, I need to change this. I need to change this so people don't know. People that don't know that they shouldn't fear it. I I need to change this. I didn't know how it was going to be. So thank you, Diana. Yeah, well, see, the the thing is, and sometimes I have to dig because it's a personal, it's an answer that's in here 
but maybe nobody's ever asked you. And maybe even if you were vaguely aware that there was a connection, you've never articulated it or said it out loud. So you see how when you know what that big why is, that becomes your opening story. Right. That is what is going to attract your ideal clients to you because you're going to be sharing something that they resonate with and you tell it in present tense and you tell it with the emotion that's behind it. So I always start with, I want to know why you're writing this book, really the real why, not the surface why. And I really want to know then who is it for? Like specifically, be really clear about who your audience is. Your audience is not everybody. Your audience is not everybody. Who exactly is it and what is the problem that you're solving? You know, we buy nonfiction books to solve a problem. So what is the problem that your book's going to solve for them? And then the other big question, and I really, this can take a couple weeks at the beginning of the process, but it's so important. What is the result that you want? So when you have your book in your hand, do you have yours close by, Maria? Um, You know what, Diana? I'm going to do something that I usually don't do, but I'm going to get up and grab it. So hold on. Okay. All right. Awesome. So the thing is, when we have the book in our hand, if we can imagine that we have the book in our hand, we can start thinking about and, and almost like vision casting, what is it that we want to have happen, right? So yeah, Maria, there you go. I always ask people to imagine they have the book in their hand and have them tell me what's happening, what's happening in their business, what's happening for them personally, What is the big result that they want? And sometimes people have different answers. For most people, it's I want to attract clients into my business. I want to attract the ideal client, the person I love to work with, the person that resonates like they got a great result. We were just like humming along and everything was perfect. We've all had those clients where it wasn't, right? So sometimes I call those sandpaper clients, right? It's it's like we have people and it's not a good match. Why would you want to write a book to attract a wide audience of people knowing that some of those people you do not want to work with? Wouldn't it be better if you wrote the the book to the person that you love working with? This is a marketing asset. So at the end of the day, what is the result that I want? I want to attract clients is usually the first answer. I want to get on podcasts. I want to be a sought-out podcast guest. I want to be on bigger stages. I want to use this book as a companion for my program you know, for my course, I want to use it to attract referral partners because if I gift it to my referral partners, they better understand my philosophy, my methodology. So that's where I always start. We have to know that so that we can put together the right marketing strategy. So if we know who we're writing it for, we know the result that we want, then the way my brain works is I start reverse engineering and saying, oh, if that's what Maria wants, then this is the audience we need to be in front of. These are the podcast guests that we need to be nurturing a relationship with. These are the things that we need to be doing while we're writing the book so that we can actually get that result, if that makes sense. It's not about just, let's just put out a book. A lot of people will help you put out a book. But the key is, is it it written in the right way? Are you writing the right book to attract the right clients to get the result that you want? I think that's one of the things that differentiates me from a lot of people that work with books. And I I just had a conversation one evening this past week with a very well-known coach, sports coach. And uh, at the end of the conversation, he said, you know, I've talked to several people about this book idea and what we want to do. You're the only one 
that asked me about strategy. And you're the only one that asked me about the long game. A book is a long game. Definitely. Yes, definitely it is. We have to have a strategy. And only then are we ready to put together an outline and start writing. Because if you start writing first, everybody thinks writing is the first step. It's not the first step. Not in my world, it's not. Because if you just start writing, who knows what you're going to end up with? And you don't want to have to rewrite it and rework it. Wow. So true. So true. I'm going to laugh with a little example from mine too. Now, mine was a little unusual how it kind of all fell into place. And for me, the other funny piece was having already signed up for the book signing event before I had the book, which kept me like really focused and on track with, okay, Diana, what's next? All right. Okay. I got that. We're ready. Right. You know, so everybody needs to set a deadline. And so that was what was perfect about what you did is you had a deadline. And so what you said to me was, I need to have books in my hand for this at this deadline. What is it that we need to do to make that happen? Well, again, this is the way my brain works. I just pull out a calendar and I just reverse engineer and go, okay, we got to have copies in our hand here. That means we need to order the books here. That means, that means, that means, that means this, 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 this. And I came back to you with a plan and said, okay, Maria, this is what has to happen. Can you do that? I mean, can you meet the schedule? And we did. The important thing too is, I think for everybody to realize is if you're going to commit to it, just commit to it and commit to the deadlines. It's important for you to make the commitment with that because the books, it's a big deal. And it's also important to like, if you're working with Diana, it's important for her to know that you're okay. I trust she's going to make this commitment because she has so far. Yeah. And so the thing is, I have a proven process that I have leveraged over time where people come into my world and they have an idea. They have a big mission. They've got something that that they want to communicate. They want to get a book out. They have no idea how to do that. So people can come in with an idea, even if it's vague. Sometimes it's vague, like they have some idea, but they haven't really thought through a whole lot of that. So my process, you come in here with this idea and eight months later, you have a book that has been created, published, it has been launched, you have an Amazon bestseller designation, you have copies in your hand. And as we're talking right now, I am actually with a client who just launched her book on Thursday and two days later, she is hosting a live book signing event with her close colleagues and friends. And we had to reverse engineer that. How does she get print copies in her hand two days after the Kindle launch? So I have a proven process. All you need to do is like get on the road, like get start here, follow the yellow brick road. Do not get out of order because there is an order and there's a sequence to this because I'm all about the fastest way to get there without us having road bumps and detours and delays and having to miss dates that we committed to, to get to the finish line. There's so many things involved too. I had no idea. I had no idea. And I got to say, Diana, you took the worries and the stress uh, day one. After we talked on day one, I was like, yeah, I'm signing up with her just because it was like, oh my God, she's going to take all that stress off. I've never done this and I need this book. It was that, you know, I want this and I'm going to meet all the goals. 
But I don't think that people really realize too, what is what you do, like all the different, the roadmap, the process. It's not just, okay, I write a book here, Diana, and now publish it. There's so much more. And to me, it's like crazy in a good way, how much you take care of. And I can also say, I've like shot you a message on Facebook Messenger or sent you a text message where I thought, okay, I'm going to send this now at three o'clock in the morning so I don't forget. And lo and behold, Diana is like answering me back 10 minutes later. I'm like, does this woman not sleep? Holy cow. I did not expect Like I didn't even want her to answer me yet. But I'm saying it because you're so on top of everything. Well, thank you for that. You know, that's sort of my MO. I spent 26 years in large corporate and in almost every role that I had, I was managing projects. So how I look at a book, I look at it as a project. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It has a proven process. You just need to follow it. So my role, my job is to make sure that everything is moving forward in the order that it needs to. I have an amazing book cover designer. I have an interior formatting team. These resources are my resources. So the people that try to do this and they want to use their Aunt Sally to do their cover and they think that they're going to format it themselves and it's going to look like a professional book and they're trying to bootstrap this at the end of the day, you will not have a professionally created product that you feel really good about. And so one of the other benefits of you know working with me is like, I'm the project manager. You don't have to worry And is my cover going to be done when my formatting gets done? And is the proofreader going to be ready to look at this? And, oh my gosh, now it's got to be uploaded to Amazon. And what am I supposed to do with that? And what keywords am I supposed to use? What categories am I? There are so many things that I'm like you said, like I just do it. When you engage me, like it all just gets done. There's so much. There's so much. And, And even the little key things in the book where you put, I think it's a couple times because we were also drawing people to my website. I mean, things that I wouldn't have thought of that you said, okay, well, Maria, we also need to get people to your website. So, you know, let's do this. And I mean, seriously, so many things that I would have never thought of that you're just so on top of. You bring up a really good point, and that is, you know, when you're writing a book for your business, your job as the author is to move people, move that person reading your book into your world, bring them to your website, offer them a free gift, get their email address. Otherwise, you have no way of knowing who bought your book. You have no way of following up. How do you think you're going to sell your coaching program or your consulting program or whatever it is that you have? How are you going to sell it if you don't even know who bought your book? If you don't have a way to attract them, that's a missing piece. Like I'm a marketing person. I'm a process person. I'm a marketing brain, right? So, And I, that makes me different too. It's like I look at this from a whole different lens of how are we going to monetize this book? How are we going to leverage it so that you get back the investment? You know, a book does not fall out of the sky fully formed. There are all of these things that have to happen and there's an investment that has to be made. And the money is actually coming on the other side of the book. It's not from necessarily from book sales. Certainly it's not from royalties. Royalties are not going to pay your mortgage. It's coming from attracting clients that are going to pay you. That's where the money's coming from. That's how you're going to get 
recoup your investment into getting this book out into the world. Perfect. And it's really, it's so true. Now you brought up the Amazon bestseller. It got on there for a couple different categories. So I'd like to just kind of talk about that because this would be also something that people don't know. So so here, if someone's going to write a book and let's say they're going to piece things together, but then they're sitting there going, oh, you know what? I'm going to do it, launch a campaign. Well, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, there's a whole process behind that kind of behind the curtain, I'll say, like there's a lot of research that goes on. What categories should we be using? What keywords, what words are people actually searching on Amazon for a book about your topic? What categories do we want to put it in that make logical sense based on the topic? And I have tools that I can look to see what's the competition. You know, who's got that number one spot right now? If we want that number one spot, I have estimates of how many sales we need to have. We want to take that number one position so that we can organize our launch team. Nobody launches their book by themselves. This is another big mistake that I see people making is that they don't understand that for the entire process, you have to be building your community. You have to be building your community. Well, what does that mean? Well, people need to know this book is coming. People need to be excited that this book is coming. You need to have some people that are ready to buy it on launch day. You also need to be, your antenna be up to identify who are the people in your world that love your work, they love your message, and if you just ask them, they would help you promote it on launch day. We have to be thinking about that early in the process. And what I tell my private clients, and I give them a template, is as you meet people, as you're out speaking and you know, you're on you're on, like, we're all on these virtual events right now. Have your antenna up. Who else is on this call that believes they're in the same lane? They do something different, but they're in the same lane. And if I just reached out to them privately and I had a conversation, I could mention this book is coming out and ask them if they would like to be part of my launch team. How hard is that? The challenge comes in when we wait until like two weeks before the launch and all of a sudden we're in a panic. You know, who am I going to ask to help me? So that's one of the things that we start early in the process in my world so that you already have people in your pocket that you can reach out and say, hey, I'm so excited. My book is launching on Kindle on such a date. I know that you really care about, you know, whatever your topic is. I would love to have you be part of it. Like you want them to buy into your mission. My big mission is to get this book in the hands of as many people that are experiencing the loss of a loved one and they're confused and they're they're in pain about that. They don't really understand how this all works. That's my big mission. I'll make it copy and paste simple for you. I'll provide all of the information for you to help get the word out on social media. Just reply and let me know if you want to be part of it, right? That is simple and it's not salesy and it's not, it's easy. It's an easy ask. And then you just keep track of the people that said, yes, you can't do it by yourself. No, my book would still not be out if I was stubborn and said, I'm going to do this by myself. It would not be out yet. It just wouldn't be. And then I was lucky enough to get a forward by Thomas John for my book. And so I just want to let people know that this can be done where the forward was not ready when the book first came out. So even with the forward, we like got the cover redone where the forward's down here. And then there's the pages for the forward in here. Diana took care of all that. 
Okay, Maria, turn it over here. And then you also took care of even on Amazon because I was sitting there going, hey, Diane, I heard something about linking Thomas John with mine and what the heck is... And but right away, Diana, oh, yeah, here, gotta do this, this, I'll take care of that. Again, the worry, the stress was off my shoulders. Yeah, you know, and then there's not really a price to put on that. You know, I hear that from clients a lot. It's just like, whatever it is that's going on, send me an email and say, hey, you know, can you, can we hop on the phone? Can you help me with, even if something's going sideways and sometimes things do go sideways. <laughs> like I, I launched a book in February and it, the author is a financial planner and he has three physical locations. So he is very well known. He has his own TV show, The Worry-Free Retirement. Like he is like, he's got his own bobblehead. But when we picked the launch day, we had no way of knowing that Susie Orman was launching a book on retirement planning the same day. Oh, no. That was sort of a sideways thing, right? We had no way of knowing that she was publishing a new book, that that, it just happened to come out at the same time that his came out. Okay, so knowing that, I know that that's the wild card, right? I know that I don't guarantee anybody a number one rate ranking because, and anybody that does is lying, quite frankly, because you don't know what else is going to happen. You don't know who else in your genre, like this person could come out of the blue and all of a sudden, well, here's Susie Orman, right? (laughs) But the thing is, I know that. You might not know that, but like, I know that. So this gentleman happens to be one of the top annuity salespeople in the country. Where did I put the book? In insurance. So we had retirement planning, we had insurance, annuities are insurance. So I put it in different places where her book wasn't. Oh, that's brilliant. This is the value of having somebody that lives and swims and breathes in this lane because I know that it's possible that somebody will come out of the woodwork that we didn't expect. Now, he was disappointed because in retirement planning, we came in number two because there was no way taking the spot from her would have been like almost an act of God. But he was disappointed about that first split second, but he had number one ranking in the other categories that we put. So you have to have someone who knows how this works. So that was sort of a sideways thing that happens. Okay, so the the day of the launch, he said, did you know Susie Orman is? (laughs) And I said, hang tight. We're good. Everything is under control. We've got this. Wow. And see, you're amazing. I mean, you put it in the other categories, thought ahead. You're amazing. And I would not have this book. You did so much. And you, like I keep saying, you took that worry and the stress off of me. You know, I hope the folks that are watching this really get that because the worry and the anxiety of I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do next. I don't understand how Amazon works. Believe it or not, I've had clients that told me their book cover designer disappeared in the middle of the project. Totally out of communication. Like they're not responding to anything and they've announced the launch date. So the anxiety that we have when we don't have a trusted mentor, like we don't have a guide, I call myself the book shepherd. That's really, I am shepherding the book for sure. But for the most part, I'm really shepherding the author. There's all of these moving parts and not to make it sound daunting. You just do one thing at a time in the right order 
with somebody who knows that it's possible that things can go a little bit sideways and someone that's got your back. In my world, changing the cover, inserting a couple more pages, that changes the page numbering, that changes, like it changes a lot of things. That can all be done. It's all possible for that to be done after you publish. We added a couple pictures in uh, also, because I was like, hey, oh, yeah, that's right. We did. Yeah. I was like, you know, I didn't put this picture in there. Can we do that? Yeah, Maria, of course we can. Yeah, just hand it over, send it over. So. <laughs> so again, you just made it run smoothly, which I appreciated so much. You know, the other thing that I strive to do with clients is make sure that we have a plan for after the bestseller campaign, like beyond the book, like beyond the launch, how do I use this book? Now I've I've done all these things. I've got the book up on Amazon and I've got a bestseller designation. What am I supposed to do now? How do I leverage this book? What do I need to do inside of my eight-month program? We're thinking about this all along the way, but the last month or so of the process, we're mapping out exactly what do we need to do Once the book is out there and you've got this momentum, you don't want to have a big crash and burn. Like you need to have podcast interviews set up. You need to be actively engaging with luminaries and be inside of the right Facebook groups and be in front of all of that marketing stuff. Otherwise, you're going to fall right off the chart and we don't want that to happen. So there's a trajectory that happens even after the book is launched. I promise you, if you do your part, I will do my part. We will get there in eight months, start to finish. See, I've got a book to prove that. People have been loving, which I am grateful. And so, Diana, for some last words, what would you tell people? That, hey, I want to write a book. I've got my ideas. What's next? I would encourage people just to reach out to me. Like you can email me at diana at businessbookpartners.com. Diana at businessbookpartners.com. You can find me on Facebook. I also run an amazing entrepreneur author community on Facebook. If you're a big Facebook person, just go to the search bar and put in build your business with a book. The alliteration on the Bs, build your business with a book. And you'll find our amazing author Facebook community where I come live every week. There's a lot of training. There's a lot of information. It's very much a community because here's the thing. You know, when you're writing a book, it can be pretty isolating. You're by yourself. And so I built this community so people could connect and collaborate and work together and ask their questions and get them answered. So you can find me in all those places. Well, one other thing, like Maria, if I have time, I'd like to just share with people is that sometimes people show up in my world and they think that they need a publisher. They think that if they get picked up by a publishing house of some sort, that that somehow is going to alleviate their responsibility for marketing the book. And I just want to say that is totally unrealistic and not true. So if anyone's watching this and you're thinking, well, I'm talking to a publisher and I'm shopping my idea around, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Because one, even if they take your book, you're talking about two or three years out. Two, you're signing over the rights to them. They have the final say on the cover and the interior. You might find out that what they published is really not the message that you had intended. Three, they're going to take a percentage of the royalties. 
or they own the Amazon account. So what that means, if you want to run a promotion, like something's coming up, you want to run a special price on your Kindle version for some event, they own the Amazon account, and therefore you cannot just log in and change it, which is what we do. We just we decide we're going to do something, we just go in and change the price and we control all of that. So the fallacy of if I just get a publisher, my life's going to be easier, that is not what happens in reality. So anybody that's thinking about or you're looking at any sort of publishing arrangement, I'm going to encourage you, read the fine print. Because what we want to believe is that they're going to market the book. What we want to believe is that all I'm going to have to do is drive up to Barnes & Noble and there's going to be a line around the building and I'm just going to show up and sign books. Well, that only happens in the movies, guys. So that's not the way that it works. They are not going to market your book. The minute that it's published, they are looking to make royalties off the sales of the book based on the community that you already built. They're not even going to take your book unless you've got a big community. On Facebook, you've got a big community. On LinkedIn, you can prove that you can... They're not even going to talk to you. I I guess I kind of get on my soapbox about that because you're wasting time. And in the meantime, your big message is not getting out in the world. Like in my space, you come in here and eight months from now, I promise you, that this book is going to be in your hand. Not two years from now, not three years from now, not with all the angst, and you own everything. You can do with it what you want. I think it's really, really important for people to know. It's so important for people to know. So let's say they go with a publisher and they say, okay, well, we're going to give you a, would it be like a royalty thing if they like gave you a signing bonus of 10,000 or is the 10,000 really yours? I mean, isn't there strings attached with that money too? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to go down that path because they have like, well, the publisher is going to provide the editor. They're going to provide the cover. Yeah. They're going to provide all of that and they're going to give me this advance. Well, you know what? They've got to pay those people. So that 10,000 is called an advance because it's an advance towards your book sales. If you don't sell $10,000 worth of books, you could well find yourself at the other end of an email or a phone call and them asking you for some money back. It is not $10,000 free money that I can put in my pocket. And I think that in a lot of cases, we have this romantic idea that if I just get a publisher, all my problems are going to be taken care of. And at the end of the day, you're making maybe a dollar a book. Is that why you spent all this time and money and blood, sweat and tears to get this message out, to make a dollar a book and not control anything? I kind of get on my soapbox about that. We don't know that that's where we're going to end up. So in my world, I always recommend if this is your first book, self-published. Maria, you are the publisher of your book. I'm not the publisher of your book. You are the publisher of your book. You own the rights to it. You can do whatever you want with it. You are the publisher. Not Amazon, you are the publisher. You want full ownership and you want full control. You want to be able to do with it what you want. You want to be able to change the pricing, run promotions, change the keywords. You want to be able to do that yourself. So when people come into my world and they say, I'm with a publisher, will you help me with my bestseller campaign? My answer is no, because I can't. We are at their mercy. Will they lower the price so that we can run a campaign? Why would they? They're getting a percent of the sale. So at the end of the day, they're not going to support us. They're not going to help us. And so can I get you a bestseller designation? Yes, but it's like three times harder because our hands are tied. 
And so I have just learned over time, I don't take clients that want a bestseller campaign if I haven't been involved from the beginning and if they don't own everything. Perfect. Perfect. I just think it's good information for everybody to know. Thank you so much, Diana, for joining me today and for giving all this valuable information to people that are interested in writing a book. I appreciate it. I love what I do. I think you can tell like that's the other thing. And Maria, you kind of alluded to this is like you want somebody in the trenches with you. You want somebody that you think of something at three o'clock in the morning and you want to email them or private message, whatever it is. You want to know someone's on the other end of it. And you want to know that somebody's got your back and that somebody's going to be with you because there are some days that you might have some doubt. You might need someone to hold the space and assure you that it's all fine. No matter what happened, we'll get to the finish line. No worries. We got this. I think it's really important to know that person's going to be there for you and they haven't taken off. They're going to be there. Yeah. And I tell you what, we don't really realize how valuable that is until somebody ghosts you, right? Someone that your cover designer disappears or goes out of communication or all of a sudden somebody that was working on your book project, they have a death in the family, they've got an emergency, they've, you know, things happen and they're not available. And then you come to realize how important it is to have one central person that if something happens to one editor, for example, I've got a corral over here of like 25 editors. It's not like we don't have any resources. We can go to plan B. Perfect. Thank you, Diana. I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. All right. Thank you so much for having me today. I hope that it was valuable to your audience and to the people that are watching. Oh my gosh, I know it was. And thank you everybody for joining in today. I appreciate all of you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hello from the Other Side. You can connect with Maria and book a reading at mariaverdeshi.com. While you're there, be sure to join her email list and be the first to receive special offers.